I can feel it all the way down in my plums, getting all swollen, with a light blue hue to them, fresh and juicy, ready for the picking. All the school children are lining up to put them in the sack lunches. Hey, that plum looks good. Can I trade it for your Twinkie? No, these are my plums. I want to bite into that plum and let the juice spill down my chin. You know what I mean? All the while, everyone's saying, Another episode of You Don't Know What You Just Said podcast. I'm your host, Ryan. With me always is my guy, Ricky. Hi, baby. And Big Daddy Dev. Feeling in my plums. <laughs> it's such a great clip. Oh, my God. Oh, school kids. Really bringing their sack lunches. <laughs> I trade you one of my plums for your Twinkie. You know what? When I was like doing re- uh, research for this week, I was just looking at the movies. And then like this morning, I came across the Eastbound and Down, that Eastbound and Down clip. And I was like, I cannot not put this in it's just too good the visual is even better because he looks so ridiculous in that scene like his character in Eastbound and Down was just so nuts it it was like one of those over the top characters and he's like not the main guy right but it's just so I feel it in my plums when he says plums I lose it every time <laughs> now I just have to start referring to my balls as plums I think if anybody could it's, it's me you. guy is all balls Feel it in my grapefruits. <laughs> I once I once sent Dev a porno video of a guy with just giant balls. They were just huge balls. Wait, he, he was, was like, like, "Is this you?" <laughs> I was like, "I didn't know. You, I didn't know you did porn." <laughs> um, before we get into today's discussion, I want to do a little where are where are they now uh, regarding last week's episode. Ah yes, and oh, I guess it's not really a where are they now as much as a where were they as soon as they left Ryan's apartment. And like for that. me, it was on the toilet. Immediately? I immediately burst through the door and had horrible diarrhea. <laughs> I thought I was actually going to shit myself in the cab, and it wasn't the winds. It's very clear that you that might the, be left that the explosive <laughs> diarrhea was a result of a half gallon of whole milk, three glazed donuts two bowls of ice cream and like eight lemon wedges just all sitting how many glasses of milk uh, a half gallon i think that alone would make me yeah well the milk especially for someone that doesn't drink whole milk well that night it wasn't spicy right no so okay so to follow up <laughs> it was uh it was a relieving diarrhea where i just immediately felt better uh and it was just rancid just fucking rancid <laughs> The next day, I made what seemed like was going to be a normal poop, and the turd just must have been completely covered with ghost pepper juices because mm. my asshole was a screaming. It felt exactly how my mouth felt when I was eating <laughs> the wings on the way out, and then I just sat on my toilet for like 15 minutes just blasting my asshole with my bidet. I mean, that's if what, it wasn't for my bidet, I don't know what I would have done. And honestly, I wish I could have hooked up milk to the, the water line <laughs> instead of just blasting it with water because it felt like it probably would have worked better if I was giving myself a milk colonic. 
Uh, but yeah, I was not, I was not in good shape the next morning. But then I felt fine. I didn't have any residual effects after the fact. Like I didn't have heartburn. My stomach wasn't fucked up the next day. My stomach wasn't even fucked up that night. Once I made that, that, that diarrheas. That that situation made me want to change my "Would you rather" answer from the "shit out of your mouth" or eating your butt <laughs> to to I'm just gonna shit out of my mouth because that was it was absolutely horrifying. It's such an odd sensation. I've never experienced that before because again, I cannot stress this enough. I do not fuck with spicy food. That was hands down. The most spicy food and the spiciest food I've ever eaten. And instead of like gradually getting into it, I just dove headfirst into the deep end and ate 15 of the spiciest hot sauces I've ever had in my life. Three of which were just like off the chart spicy. Like it's not even fun spice. And I've heard people talk about how like it it, it burns coming out the same way it does going in. And I was like, ah, oh, they're just being dramatic. They are not. No. Your body cannot break down those 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 enzymes Earls. and those chemicals that are in those peppers. And I don't know if people realize this, but the anus is quite sensitive. <laughs> uh, and very susceptible to heat. And I now understand what that that fiery bum hole uh is. And it's 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 not fun. It's terrible. So now you've you've experienced that. Are you done with spicy now, or you gonna? I think it's we open a door for you. I don't I think, think so. so. I'm not it's like one finger in the butthole. So I'm not as afraid of spice as I was before because I realized that like if you could eat the bomb and live to tell the tale, then yep. you're okay. Right. It's I just like don't a, necessarily it's like one of those things that you could put on your resume, but like yeah, fuck with right. this shit. But like I still don't enjoy. I really don't enjoy the taste of buffalo wings. Like buffalo wings at a bar, like mild, even like hot ones. I, I'm just the the taste itself is not enjoyable to well, me. But some of those hot sauces just, we ate, that's just the buffalo sauce. Right. I don't like the taste though. Uh, yeah, it's not the spice. I mean, I don't like the spice. I I didn't like the spice before last week. I still don't like the spice, but I've always just not liked the taste of buffalo sauce. But some of those hot sauces we ate were really good. Yeah, mango habanero. Full disclosure, and this may piss Ryan off. I fucking hate. The buffalo chicken pizza whenever we order it. I hate the taste of buffalo sauce. So why do you it's eat it? Sp- I don't. I've never eaten it. Oh, okay. It's it's one of those things that like, it's spicy, yes, but the primary taste of that thing is like that tang or whatever that that orange sauce is, yeah. and it's just not enjoyable. Yeah, but it's buffalo sauce is just, it's a flavor that I, mm-hmm. I personally don't enjoy. Even no. if it wasn't spicy at all, it's still a flavor. But those other those other hot sauces that we had specifically, and I don't know, I would want to try it alone. Do you remember when you first tried the blueberry yeah. hot sauce? Yes. D- did that actually have spice? Oh yeah, it's spicy. It's it was relatively early on in terms of the spicy scale, mm-hmm. but it was you could definitely feel it. Like if I give you like a spoonful now, you'll feel it. You because won't, I, I it ju- won't it won't fuck you up. Yeah, like, like the bomb did. No, uh, the bomb. That that last minute or so of the podcast, when you came in, and we were like, "Yeah, that bomb fucked me up." <laughs> I was laughing so hard when I re-listened to the episode. I was so positive throughout the entire podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I was so happy and optimistic. There's just like a, like a minute of silence from you, and then you come in with that. Uh, it was so good. But now I feel like a big man because I've watched a couple hot ones episodes since last week, and I'm just they like judging the people. Like yep. I'm watching Halsey, and I'm like, "You fucking pussy!" I ate the bomb. 
What's the big deal? Will Ferrell's was good. I watched that one. I was like, you fucking pussy. I, well, here's the thing. I, I don't I can't respect any video where someone's eating vegan wings or cauliflower like Paul Rudd. Uh, it's very popular in California. The whole yeah. vegan uh, wing thing, like just being able to put those sauces on something. I can't imagine. It's, I don't think they try to make it taste like chicken. That's not the appeal of it. It's just that you can deep fry it and put the sauce on it. Like, I don't think anyone thinks it tastes like chicken. Uh, it's, I mean, you don't really taste anything outside of the sauce. It's like really the sauce yeah. that really what gives it yeah. the flavor. I don't really care what they're I've putting the sauce on. vegan wings, and the texture is kind of close to chicken. But God damn it, give me a piece of fucking chicken. That was my goddamn nickname growing up. We all found out about that last it wasn't week. It was cauliflower. It was chicken. Yeah, it wasn't vegan wings, right, guy? Fuck no. But yeah, I would definitely, there are some of those sauces that we ate last week that I would actually probably eat regularly if I could remember what they were. Like, I think, I think the blueberry one was good. The mustard one kicked me in the face, but it was also pretty good. Like, it wasn't. That was my favorite. It, it, it What I don't like is when your entire mouth is on fire and every time you take a breath, you want to kill yourself. Yeah. I think it's everything below six. I really do. Listening. That's why, like, I don't have a problem with wasabi. Wasabi just, like, takes over your entire face, but it lasts, like, three seconds and yeah. then it's gone. I have no problem experiencing heat as long as it goes away quickly. What I don't like is there's shit that lingers, like the bomb and the last dab and the stuff that just like you put milk in your mouth and it immediately feels better. And then as soon as you swallow it, it comes right back. It is torture. And I don't understand why anyone enjoys that. Um, low key spicy. And I'd like to try this uh, as well. Uh, horseradish. You've never had horseradish? I have. Oh, and okay. I've had some incredibly spicy horseradish that like like wasabi. But like times ten, where it just clears everything and like breathing hurts. It's it's more intense than spicy food. I've had horseradish because the only way to eat gefilte fish is with horseradish because then you can't taste the gefilte fish. <laughs> Drown it. <laughs> yeah, gefilte fish doesn't sound like something I would enjoy. It's not. It's basically the hot dogs of fish. Speaking of fish, could I interest either of you gentlemen in a fish sandwich? I don't know what that is. That is a unknown or low low key Will Ferrell movie. Turns out I looked it up because I couldn't remember who he was. Fish Thamich. Fifth. Can I buy you a fifth sandwich? Oh, the ladies the, the man. The ladies man. Oh, yeah. That's who he was in the ladies man. No, 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 no. That he he is, and I'm gonna find his name because it is an obscure name. He's the wrestler. It's been a while since I've seen the ladies man, so I don't remember all like the. Like right. the, the the not big cameos, and when it comes down to Will F- Lance Deloon, Lance Deloon, Lance Deloon, he was wearing like a wrestling costume. That sounds like a character Will Will Ferrell. <laughs> yeah, that's disgusting. <laughs> anyway, that was my segue. That was well, my, I was that hoping was that I was going to use hot ones to segue into Will Ferrell, but folks, take it up, take it away, Ryan. We are going to be talking about Will Ferrell uh, this week, all his movies. His cameo spots, his uh, appearances on TV shows, uh, all, the whole gambit. So we did a lot of this stuff, and I think for me, it's one of he's just one of the guys who was just so funny that it, he really deserves his own episode. I mean, I kind of put that put together a list of like uh, similar on-screen people who are funny, and for me, Will Ferrell, Will Ferrell was the top. You know. Uh, also, part of that list were people like Adam Sandler, Jack Black, Eddie Murphy, Sasha Baron Cohen, 
uh, Ben Stiller, John C. Riley. A what? lot of people who have been in movies with um, Will Ferrell, but to me, uh, of those people, I mean, Will Ferrell is just super funny. What's the format for this? We just free balling? Yeah. All right. Sounds good. Do so, you, could, I mean, do you guys think of uh, a better person that's you know on the big screen or TV that is no and like you know, e- on par? Even even if you want to talk about just Saturday Night Live specifically, he's a top five all time cast member. Sure, without a doubt. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, you, would you rank Eddie Murphy above him? <sighs> It's Did not, you see it's Eddie not, Murphy? It's you know, not like an apples to apples comparison. It's not. It's not. It's also Eddie. You, you also have to give Eddie Murphy the respect that he deserves, and he literally saved Saturday Night Live. Yes. Like the seasons that he was on mm-hmm. were the seasons that Lorne Michaels was not producing, and there was there was one story that that I read. I actually read the. It's like the, I think it's Live from New York. It's like a it's a book about the history of Saturday Night Live, and there was a whole part where they talked about Eddie Murphy, and there was one day where they were like two minutes short and they had no idea what to do and they were like Eddie just like get in front of the camera and do something and he stood up there for two minutes and killed unscripted completely like off the cuff like absolutely nailed it and saved that particular episode from just like having two minutes of dead air Hmm. but a lot of people contribute the success of Saturday Night Live early on when Lauren was away from the show to Eddie Murphy because he was absolutely crushing it the seasons that he was on. And he has like some of the most memorable memorable characters of all time. Gumby, Buckwheat, Mr. Jefferson's Neighborhood. Or I think it was Mr. Jefferson. No, I don't think it was, but <laughs> I know what you're talking I'm about. It sure. was something's neighborhood. Mr. Robinson. Mr. Robinson. Mr. Robinson's neighborhood. Sean Connery, yeah. man. Sean Connery. In, uh, Jeopardy. What? Will Fair playing. I know. We're talking about Eddie Murphy. <laughs> oh. Whoops. You did, were you just <laughs> not listening ignoring. to anything I said for the past two minutes? I mean, we're talking about Will Ferrell. Right, so I but, wanted to, but you, you yeah. asked if I would rank Eddie Murphy above him. and That was so good. But at the same time, like for me personally, I was not around. I was not. I was literally not alive. Yeah, I love for Pepper the time Jack cheese. That Saturday, that what? I yeah. love Pepper Jack cheese. Me too. <laughs> it's uh, the best of all the cheeses. I was, not, I was not alive to see Eddie Murphy on Saturday Night Live, so I only see, you know, recordings of skits that he did. Yeah. Saturday Night Live for me, like the pinnacle was the late 90s. And that was when I was watching Saturday Night Live regularly as a kid. And Will Ferrell was like, I would watch every week just for Will Ferrell. Mm-hmm. So did you see um, the uh, the Eddie Murphy one that was out mm-hmm. recently, the most recent one? So yeah. he did. That was one of the best SNL episodes, like full episodes that I've seen in maybe five years like like a long time you know yeah. what I mean and he comes out and he does his thing and he's doing his throwback stuff because well, he's still got it he does he has not lost he has a step. lost a, a step and I think and what I was going to say to swing it back into Will Ferrell because uh, Ryan is uh, getting angry noticeably I'm not angrier. getting angry I'm just <laughs> slowly not paying attention <laughs> but, but to swing it back to Will Ferrell I think everything that comes out of Eddie Murphy's fat mouth is either intentionally or unintentionally funny I think it's. I could listen to him read yeah. anything, or or say anything, and I would I would be prepared to laugh. And Will Ferrell is one of those people. On Hot Ones, he was not particularly funny. But he was still making me laugh. He was making me laugh, and it was just the way that he he talks. His, his mannerisms. His mannerisms. Yeah, his body language. It, no one can can fuck with Will Ferrell when it comes to like. 
I don't want to call it physical humor because it's not really physical humor. Right. Like he the way Chris Farley was physical humor. Uh-huh. But like just his 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 body language and his facial expressions and just his his doughy overall body. <laughs> like <laughs> I love Will Ferrell. I think he's great. Some of the most memorable characters. Like in terms of Saturday Night Live, some of the most memorable characters, and it wasn't Sean Connery, it was Alex Trebek that Will Ferrell played. Yeah, Will Ferrell played Alex Sean Connery was Daryl Hammond. Who did a phenomenal job. Oh, right. Will Ferrell was Alex Trebek. Sorry, yeah. Right, still waking up. (laughs) Bananas! (laughs) I'll take the rapists. It's therapists. Uh, Yeah, love Will Ferrell. Top five all-time SNL character. Uh, And he translated to the silver screen. Very well. He he's one a of phenomenal, the more successful Saturday Night Live alumni. He's a phenomenal uh, interviewer. I think I think or interviewee. I guess it would be. He's a yeah. he's a phenomenal interviewee. He's always very inter- entertaining to have on, and um, because of his willingness to jump into character and jump out of character, like he he is himself. I mean, you could argue if you're going to say something bad about Will Ferrell, it's that like he well he plays. A, a spectrum of the same person in everything that he does. Yeah, but each one is different it's in different some way. In like some I don't want to say that he's typecast, but he kind of is. Mm-hmm. But he manages to put a different spin on each of those people. Like you could, you could. I don't think it would be a stretch to compare the car salesman from Eastbound and Down to Frank the Tank from Old School. Mm-hmm. But they're completely different, even though they have like some comparisons. And, and aside I don't know from the fact that it. it's just Will Ferrell playing it, because it is a subtle, it's a subtle change from character to character. But it's enough that you genuinely believe. Like I would never say that Ricky Bobby is the same as uh, Elf, for example. Right. Or I mean, that's probably one of the more poor examples. But Ricky Bobby being the same as who's the other sports uh, crazy sports guy that he did? Jackie, Jackie Moon. Moon. Jackie Moon. Like they're not the same. But they're very similar. They're very similar. And they're, they're completely different and and have similarities at the same time. That's why he's so interesting. But he did a he did a, an interview um, uh, on Jimmy Fallon, I think it was, and uh, I don't know if you guys know about this, but the Red Hot Ch- Chili Pepper drummer looks exactly like it, him. they are yeah. side by side. Yeah. It's insane it's, how it's much they look hilarious. like each other. I think we they found, had a drum off. I think we found a uh, picture for our Instagram post for this this week. Oh yeah, we'll <laughs> the, just put them, the drummer. We'll just put them side by side. It's it's absolutely. Or like, we could just post a picture of Chad from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Uh, yeah, see, and then see, let them decide. Fuck with everybody. <laughs> see if anyone realizes. But if you watch that episode, they start. They're wearing the same outfit. They're yeah. sitting side by side. You actually, your eyes go back and forth between the two to spot Will Ferrell. Because I mean, I, I, I'm more familiar with Will Ferrell, so that's what I'm trying to find. If you're more familiar with Chad, perhaps you're trying to distinguish Chad. But I was looking at it, and my eyes were my eyes were darting back and forth, trying to figure out which was which. And it was such a simple interview. It was first of all, Chad gets a lot of credit for just being able to sit next to Will Ferrell and not just cackle the entire time because he kept a straight face throughout the entire interview. But it was something that that the two of them, I guess, agreed upon or whatever. And they're sitting there and they're presenting it uh, in a way that's just it allows you to enjoy what's happening as opposed to it being like a private joke between them. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's just really well done. Also, just have to say, Chad is like such a stupid fucking name. <laughs> I just had to get that out of my system. I wonder how many people are named Chad. Is Chad short for something? Is it like is his name Chad Smith? Chadwick, I think. Chadwick? Shut up. It's not Chadwick. Chadwick. If my name was Chadwick, I'd want people to call me Chadwick because Chad just sounds very rapey. <laughs> rapey. Very rapey. How do you, correl- rape? how do you yeah. correlate Chad with rape? Yeah, really. I, 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 if I heard that some girl got groped at a party, I would assume someone named Chad did it. Well, grope is different from rape. <laughs> okay, if I heard some girl got raped at a party, I would assume someone named Chad did it. <laughs> 
We're talking about like a physical act, or I'm gonna sneak, sneak something in her drink, kind of. Anything. Anything. Chad doesn't Date seem like rape, a sneaky guy rape. to me. I don't feel like Chad. Chad is already getting attention for being Chad. I don't think Chad is sneaking things. The rapist for five hundred. His name was Chad. So before we keep going into uh, Charles, it's short for Charles. Ah, Chad is short for Charles. Call me Chuck. Chuck is. Short I, for I like Chuck better. I like Chuck better than Chad. 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 Oh, and Chad Rick. Chad Rick or Chad Wick. Chad Rick. What the fuck is Chad Rick? I don't know, but it's here. <laughs> Falling down a rabbit hole, and I don't uh, like where this is going. Well, to be fair, I did pull this from Wikipedia, so anyone could have put that in there. That's true. Chad could be short for Mark. <laughs> Who knows? For Theodore. We'll leave it out there in the universe to decide. <laughs> so let's uh, talk about the lesser known, or well, not even yes, lesser known. Yes, that's what I want to do. Not even the lesser known. Let's talk about the his serious roles. Oh, fuck Oh, uh, fuck. I don't have a single serious I, role I on my list. I don't like any of the I have, serious roles. I have elite, good, overlooked, terrible, and cameos. <laughs> um, so he did a couple of serious movies. Uh, the ones that come to my mind is Everything Must Go and Stranger Than Fiction. Those were the Everything two. Must Go was the one I was talking about. Those, the were, the, those were the two that I saw on Google, and I heard of Stranger Than I heard of Stranger Than Fiction. I never heard of Everything Must Go, and I had no interest in looking into either of them. They were not good movies. So here's the thing. Um, He's just a good funny man, but when it comes to serious parts, I don't think he'll ever be able to shake that kind of genre of those kinds of movies just because if I go to a Will Ferrell movie, I'm not going to see... His acting prowess. I'm going to laugh my balls off. Yeah. He also did like a movie completely in Spanish, Casa de mi Padre. Um, I and I watched it. I liked it. I don't even know if that uh, is a comedy or like a real movie. Well, so it's a take on those Spanish novellas. So the thing about the Spanish novella, uh, as the ethnic one of uh, the group here, uh, lighten us. I'm not ethnic. Yeah. <laughs> the 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 whole purpose behind those those novellas is that it does get a little ridiculous like everything is very over exaggerated because they want to make it so that you know grandma or titi or whoever you you know talking about is getting very like oh my god i can't believe that happened. abuelita yeah abuelita gets very you know over the top about it so like it as much as it as will farrell is exaggerating it there's not much exaggeration that needs to happen because if you were to watch one of those shows and like put like the subtitles on a lot of ridiculous shit is happening like oh my god it's not him it's his twin brother he's back from the like it's just when I was a young boy I was in my room watching television and just flipping through the channels and this my I didn't have cable so I was just flipping through the channels that you get on TV trying to find porn yeah basically (laughs) and I came to something that resembled porn so I kept watching the problem is it was on um uh, Telemundo? Yes, it was on Telemundo, <laughs> so I had no idea what was going on. All I remember, and I remember this distinctly, was, and I couldn't believe they were showing this on TV. I was old enough to realize that I shouldn't be, this This should not be on television, that Spanish people were crazy. <laughs> this guy had a woman tied to a chair, and I remember she had big, fat, milky jugs, <laughs> and uh, she must have like pissed him off. That's why she was tied to the chair. Mm. And he took a pair of scissors and was start- cut her nipple off. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. 
Really? Yeah, I don't remember if the nipple was bare or if he like did it through the shirt, but I remember watching this dude with a pair of scissors cut her her poor little nipple off. But they were filming. They were showing yeah, the action was, of the nipple. Getting well, cut no, off. I oh. it, it like you saw the, the the scissor like go up to the nipple and start to clip, and then they cut to her face, and she's like, "Ay, Dios mío!" But like you, you knew, knew that her she was getting her nipples yeah. cut off. That's terrible. Yeah, those fucking telenovelas are crazy. Yeah, they get they get, and then he. It turns out that that was the source of all her powers because she's actually a witch from another fucking universe. Or and something. then I just like, flicked my boner for yeah. a little bit because I <laughs> that what you saw the imprint that of what a you did when you're young. You flicked it, yeah, <laughs> smack it around, just tug <laughs> so on it. You don't know what to do with it. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I think I think that 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 was actually a very intelligent comedy, and I think a lot of people are going to write that off, but it's it's really a good satire. Like it's really good. Okay, so as in essence, it's supposed to be a funny movie to a certain uh, viewership. Yeah, if you watch, if you've ever seen a telenovela, like me. you're gonna laugh, you're gonna go, "Oh my god, I've seen this episode." You know, like now, it was in <laughs> Spanish, but were there subtitles? Yeah. Yes. Do you think it would appeal to anyone that watches Jane the Virgin? Because Jane the Virgin is basically a, a a telenovela geared towards Americans or English speaking people. I would say that if you like Jane the Virgin, you would really like that Casa de Mil. Okay, that was yeah, that that was. My I, would, I agree with that. Yeah, but you're reading the whole movie. So the, I watched Parasite. That uh, shit was great. Says the guy who loves reading. Yeah. I don't understand. Uh, <laughs> this guy just hates movies. I only read if it's in book form. I refuse to read if it's a movie. There's a picture in it. That's a comic book. You would think that's reading. like it checks off every box for you. <laughs> no, it's just it, it's harder to get what the person's trying to you know portray when he's acting. If you have to fucking read it, I don't know. I hear his voice always. I don't know about you guys. I basically think in Will Ferrell's voice. Uh, like I said, I, hey, I watched. For you I watched you're, Parasite. You're and a I native knew, Spanish speaker. I felt. Yeah. I, I understood everything that was going. I didn't miss a beat in Parasite, and I was reading the whole time. Did you guys? Um, did you see any of the Ip Man movies? The fuck yeah. is Ip Man. Ip Man is a martial, martial arts, arts film no. that is arguably one of the best martial arts films to come out since martial arts were like popular mm-hmm. um, and uh, you basically read the whole time but I didn't feel like I lost anything on it that's different and I definitely don't speak that language if a martial arts movie you're just watching for the fights right I like the dialogue I don't think that's true <laughs> it was deep um, but for a movie like that where you're supposed where it's got a certain clientele that's supposed to be funny too and um, I, I just uh, I don't know. I, I I know what you're trying to say because I do believe a lot of what Will Ferrell does is in the delivery. It's the way in which he expresses right. it. And if you don't understand the language, it makes it harder for you to right. appreciate the delivery. I feel like even if I wasn't Spanish, if I if I learned Spanish, then it would probably be more funny. It would be easier for me to be like, okay, yeah, this is funny versus me struggling to have to read and interpret what's funny. I'll actually, I'll take that and I'll take it in a different direction. Um, Sherlock, Holmes? Did you guys watch Holmes no, and Watson? No, I wanted to. That was on my honorable mentions list. So, yeah. Holmes and Watson It was is, a fucking funny it, movie. It was funny. I wanted to see it because I, I wanted, I'm interested in anything that involves Will Ferrell and John C. Riley. So, it's, it is actually... It's it's good. What takes away from it at times is the is the, the old English. Yeah. You know, that they're doing. Like, he can't deliver the way that you're accustomed to him delivering. He, you know, he does a good job. Still a funny movie. But I think that that's to your point. Like... If he's saying it with specific vocabulary that he doesn't use regularly to give his punch to it, it loses something. But it was, I thought it was very well done. No, that's not what I'm saying. Oh, but then go fuck yourself. You're wrong. He's still he's saying <laughs> he, doesn't want, he doesn't want to read a movie. That's what he's saying. I don't want to read a comedy. Okay. 
and that from what you said that movie was supposed to be a comedy for Spanish people but it's a satirical it's 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 an extension of what he does like he's known for being over um, the top over the top and and confident sure. like Ron Burgundy is the perfect example of that absolute confidence no matter how ridiculous whatever is happening it's is. pleats right so <laughs> taking them back to the this, this, this whole movie is the ultimate <laughs> Mr. Burgundy face. you have a massive erection <laughs> it's 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 the ultimate straight man some like, sort of you're, you're, optical you're, illusion you're, <laughs> you're trying to maintain this I will course. not eat the cat poop <laughs> you will eat that cat poop uh, downstairs <laughs> <laughs> That's my point. Is that um, I think it's a straight. It's funny because it's not funny. Okay. okay. Fair enough. I am so paralyzed. All right. So we talked about his dog shit serious roles. So let's talk about his uh, funny movies. Um, for you guys, uh, what is that like? Uh, what does that look like? So check this out. So I've got I've got tiers. Like I said before, I've got elite, good, overlooked, terrible. <clears throat> With Elite, I think this is like universally accepted. I don't think my opinion is the right one, but it is. In no particular order. Um, even though it actually might be. Yeah, let's go with this order. <laughs> Old School. Semi-Pro. Step Brothers. Elf. Anchorman. Talladega Nights. Night at the Roxbury. So, when you... Dog shit. When you... Uh, what? what? Put, hold on. Before we continue. Okay. Are these movies that are just your favorite? Because old school wasn't necessarily about Will Ferrell. I know, but he was a he, he was wasn't a main he wasn't a star, but, but he's a main character. It wasn't like all about him, like Ron Burgundy was. No, I'm just saying the, these are Will Ferrell movies. I didn't. I, I, I is the is is the conversation supposed to be Will Ferrell? Is the focal point the protagonist of the movie? Right, like I mean, when Ricky brought up uh, Ladies Man, he was in it for a right. That was a cameo. That's why the last the last I didn't mention it, but I mentioned it earlier. One tier I have is cameos, and that when we're talking about cameos, we would be discussing our favorite Will Ferrell cameos, and his cameo in one movie may be better than his cameo in another movie. But that doesn't necessarily mean that movie is better than the other one. Like, Ladies Man, the Ladies Man might be a better movie than another movie that he makes a cameo in, but his cameo might be better in that other movie. So I guess the best way to say this is just just say, it's, you can't rate the movie, you have to rate his part in the movie. So how good was he in that movie in old school yeah he was my favorite part of old school so he was the best he for me was the best old school I don't think would have been the same movie without Frank the Tank and I think that's a pretty safe safe thing to say oh for sure I'm I'm comfortable with that streaking (laughs) bring a green hat (laughs) not the same movie without that agree I I think if that's the criteria I think that works then because there are he does do a lot of short you know, side supporting roles, whatever. And that's um, also, mind you, the only movie that I named in the elite tier where he is not the star. Can you go through that elite tier again? Old School, Semi-Pro, Step Brothers, Elf, Anchorman, Talladega Nights, Night at the Roxbury. He's the star in every single one of those movies. My problem is, you're, that's your order, right? That's like... I think, you, that, you I think that would be my order. Was yeah. Elf so, in there? So what? Was Elf in there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he did put Elf in there. 
I just I hate that. that Elf order. is fourth on I hate, the list. I hate the, the order. O- the order could. Okay. Okay. Let me let me re- let me let me rephrase. Please. I think those movies in that in that tier. So one, two, three, four, five, six. Those seven movies, everyone would agree, belong in the elite tier. Whether you agree or not with the order is open for discussion. But that is my order in terms of favorite elite Will Ferrell movies. Did you put Step Brothers in there? Of course, it's number three, right and- behind Semi Pro. Okay, semi pro is in there too. Okay. Let me say it one more time, yeah, since please. apparently I'm sitting within a foot <laughs> of just, both of you, but neither hard. of you are hearing what I'm saying, even though I'm literally speaking into headphones attached to your ears. All right, old school, semi pro, Step Brothers, Elf, Anchorman, Talladega Nights, Night at the Roxbury. Yeah. Okay. I I had my own list, and those were all in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, kicking, um, uh, kicking and screaming is out of there. Uh, uh listen. <laughs> I'm going through my tiers, and I think I, I I hit on all the major ones throughout the course of the tiers. Sure. If sure. you want me to just kind of take over the conversation for a minute and go through all my tiers, because it's only a couple more movies after this. Keep going, yeah. All right. Go to your so, next tier. Next tier is good. Because I'm going to bring you. I'm going to back you up to okay. elite. But go ahead. Next tier is good. <clears throat> only two movies in there. The other guys and kicking and screaming. Um, for me, my the other guys was just in. A honorable mention bucket. Okay. I mean, I think honorable mention and good could both be. Yeah. Yeah. Synonymous. Uh, Kicking and Screaming. The movie sucked, but Will Ferrell was good, if that makes sense. I I didn't like that movie. That does. That makes sense. Blades of Glory belongs in that category. No. Blades and Glory is in my terrible category. No. Terrible is only two movies, and it's Blades of Glory and Bewitched. (laughs) Which for, oh, some godforsaken, which for some godforsaken reason I was watching the other day. His name is Chad in Blades of well, Glory. There you go. <laughs> Chad Just, Michael Chad Michael. Michael. Yep. You know no, what? his name is Chaz. Is it Chaz? Chaz, Chaz, Chaz Michael. 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 Oh, Chaz. I would take Michael a Chaz Michael. over a Chad. Chaz. Uh, when when um, we were in high school. Chaz is someone you hate. Chad is someone who rapes. That's the difference. <laughs> um, I want to get a shirt with that on. <laughs> when we were in high school, we all had made up names. Um, Chicken. Uh, no, chicken. Chicken was me and my youth. <laughs> but my in, youth. In, in high school, we all had uh, names. Uh, Danny was Boomer, last name Rang. Oh, <laughs> so his name was Boomerang. <laughs> Ray was Flash McDougal. <laughs> Chris was Ky- uh, Carmine Skidmore. Bernstein was uh, Vic Calfari, and mine was Chaz Michaels. And then years later, they came out with a movie and they stole my goddamn name. <laughs> Chaz Michael Michaels. Right? That was his name in the movie? Chaz, yeah, Michael, Chaz Michael Michaels. Chaz Michael Michaels. Um, I, don't, I don't agree that, that's, that that is a terrible movie. You did forget one. Um, in the honorable in, in mentions the, or in the terrible? Well, my honorable mentions was, I'll, I'll put synonymous to your good, was I had The House and Holmes and Watson. Which okay. Which did not. You know what? I think... If if each of us have tiers, we should just go through them individually because our tiers are similar but different. The same way uh, all Will Ferrell characters are similar, similar but, different. but different. I, I mean, have I, didn't th- write I my... have three movies in my overlooked category, and when I say overlooked, I also mean criminally underrated. Okay, the house is in there. The house that was was good. incredible. It was good. Daddy's home, incredible, but incredible. It was, it was really da- good. Daddy's Home. They're they're missing the third installment to complete the trilogy. But Daddy's Home, both one and two. <laughs> I don't know about two. Daddy's Actually, Home two Mel is a Christmas movie. In case anyone doesn't realize, but Daddy's Home, so good, and at the top of the overlooked, absolutely 
criminally underrated. It makes me furious that I don't think I've ever met anyone that has seen this movie is The Campaign. Oh, with I, Zach Galifianakis. I've seen okay, it. Holy shit. It might be one of my favorite Will Ferrell movies. And the only reason why it's not in the elite tier is because nobody's ever heard of it. And I don't understand why. I've seen it. When uh, Zach Galifianakis... Uh, Zach... G's Gal- Galifianakis. G's uh, kid, Zach and G. When they're at the uh, dinner table and he's talking about masturbating. Oh my God. I let, I let one of the greatest goat, scenes. I ever. let the goat lick my penis. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just in case, I, I assume you haven't seen the campaign, Ricky? I saw it once, but it's not there for So me. at one point, Zach Galifianakis releases a attack ad on Will Ferrell. And the premise is they're both running for the same. Like Congress seat, seat in Congress or Senate or whatever, uh-huh. and um, Will Farrell is just like your typical Washington douchebag. It kind of he, I think he he channeled a lot of his George W. Bush in. The, it's actually it's kind of like a combination of George Bush and the salesman from Eastbound and Down. If you can imagine those two two, two characters combined into one character, okay, I think that's a pretty good description of his character in the campaign. Um, so. Uh, and Zach Galifianakis is just like this local idiot, a total loser. And they just his I think his his father is supposed to be uh, alluding to towards like he's supposed to be like one of the Koch brothers. It's there's there's a lot of real life political undertones in the movie. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, so Zach Galifianakis releases an attack ad where they secretly filmed him sitting on a like a park bench talking to Will Ferrell's son and they're having like a real heart to heart moment and he gets Will Ferrell's son to call him dad and they're eating ice cream together and Will Ferrell sees the ad and he goes oh no I'm gonna fuck his wife and he goes <laughs> to Zach Galifianakis's house and seduces his wife and then releases his own political ad and the ad is just the the cell phone that he set up in the freezer <laughs> While he is fucking Zach Galifianakis' wife from behind with her face in the freezer. And it's fucking incredible. Just to give you an idea of just a little snippet of that movie. My favorite line from that movie, and I think I even uh, once posted it as a Facebook status, and I think people might have been confused because it's kind of relatable without context. Zach Galifianakis is in a boat talking to his dad, like a little like dinghy like rowboat. And uh, it was something about like his mom had died, and it was uh, he was like, "If you're still mad at me," and he and he talks like with, he has a very funny voice in the movie. He's like, "If you're still mad at me for wearing Crocs to mom's funeral, then I've said it before and I'll say it again." She was casual; she would have wanted it that. <laughs> so good! If you haven't seen the campaign, please go watch it. Pretty sure Will Ferrell fucks a girl in a porta potty in that movie. Very good stuff. So. He does a lot of fucking in that movie. That's the that's the extent of your list, right? That was the last tier. Because um, criminally, you yeah. left something off of there. Overlooked. Overlooked is the campaign, Daddy's Home in the House, and then Terrible is Blades of Glory and Bewitched. Okay. I don't um, even want to talk about those movies. I don't. I didn't hear it, and I could be wrong, but I didn't hear you mention Zoolander. I I was hoping you would bring this up. <laughs> I have a. Very embarrassing confession to make, and it's gonna it's gonna shock a lot of people and rock a lot of worlds. God, but I have never, never seen, seen Zoolander. Zoolander. Wow, dude. Yeah, never that seen is, Zoolander. Mm. 
I know his character, Mustafa, because I I use that that was it Mufasa. I use no Mufasa's from the Lion King. Mustafa, but Mustafa's know. from Austin Powers. Is it? Oh, Must. Oh, yeah. That's a that's a cameo. That's a cameo. What's the name of the guy of the of the evil guy in uh, Zulu? Doesn't he have like a weird, like sign? Mumbatu. Like, Mumbatu. I think it. it's Mumbatu. I use the gif a lot of him screaming. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. <laughs> <laughs> Is Zoolander where he yells, I invented the piano key necktie? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. That's a good one, too. Yeah, I've never the seen whole, Zoolander. Dude, the whole movie is everything. I, I, I feel like I don't have to because I, I understand there's only real two references from that movie that you have to know. One is, I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. And the other one is, what is this, a house for ants? Yeah. That's it. No, That's all you got to know. No, that, there's other funny parts of that there's movie. There's so much to that movie. It's it's It's... It's uh, it's pretty deep. That movie takes a deep dive. <laughs> There's a lot going on there. Yeah, never seen Zoolander. I'm sorry. There's a scene where Owen Wilson they say they say there's something in the computer, and Owen Wilson just staring at the computer. <laughs> Later on, he's like, "Oh, I have the evidence on this computer," and then he just throws it on the floor to get the evidence out, and then the computer just smashes on the floor. Uh, it's such it's a so good. It's such a good movie. just so over the top stupid. <laughs> I'll go to Blockbuster tonight and rent it. The other thing is, um, two thousand one. Wedding Crashers up. isn't on there. Cameo. That's a cameo. You put it in the cameos? Of course, it's oh, his best. Maybe cameo. I didn't hear it. I didn't. Uh, I'm sorry. No, I didn't go over my cameos yet. Oh, okay. The, I, there's only literally one. All I could think of was Wedding Crashers. My I apologies. completely okay. forget that he makes a cameo in Austin Powers, mm-hmm. which is a which is a good one. Also, the ladies' man, which we just discussed. Yep. They're broken. <laughs> and he falls off the cliff. <laughs> I'm yeah, going, I mean, I'm going to try and stand on them. <laughs> um, he's wearing that funny little hat. Oh God! Yeah, was moving, well, I mean, his cameo, awesome. his cameo in Wedding Crashers is legendary. Like yeah. I remember seeing that in theaters, and the place went fucking ballistic. Yep. Yeah, he's he's. Wait, wasn't his name Chaz in Wedding Crashers too? Might have been Chad. Uh, might have been changed. Hold on. <laughs> I think we might have just uncovered like a, a Will Ferrell Easter egg that's uh-huh. been going on his entire career. Loves the name Chad or Chaz, whichever one it is. The, when, yeah, Chaz. When he, Chaz? Chaz, yeah. Chaz? Holy shit. <laughs> I, I feel like uh, uh, Nicolas Cage in uh, the... National, National Treasure. Treasure. Like I, <laughs> Chaz Ryan. Ah, you know what? I will have some meatloaf. Let's have some meatloaf. You want some? Yes. I knew you'd go. Hey, Mom! The meatloaf! <laughs> we want it now! The meatloaf! I never know what she's doing in there. What an idiot. <laughs> when he tells him he's crashing funerals, there's something about a dead guy that oh just my God. gets them so horny. Oh, it's so good. That movie, uh, he, okay, so your list is going to be thrown off by the fact that you've never seen Zoolander. Zoolander gets up there. Is it, is, well, how? I don't think it's elite. Okay. I don't think it's also, elite. Also, how much of a role does he play in that movie? Because that's also important He's to the mention. villain. Okay. He's the villain throughout the entire movie. Oh, I think uh, something that should be added to the, the good slash honorable mention um, category, Superstar. I've never seen it. Are you serious? With never Molly Shannon? Yep. They never thought the, the they, SNL they skits the were funny either. They took the Elizabeth Catherine Gallagher From. character and gave her a movie, and he was her, like the guy that she was in love, love interest. Yeah. yeah. No, I just never thought. What is that? What's her name? Molly Shannon? Yeah. Mo- like you didn't think Mary Catherine Gallagher was an all-time SNL skit? No, 
I got. Oh, I, I understood. It. And he dressed up as as Mary Catherine Gallagher. I think I saw that. <laughs> it's on my Instagram. If you dig deep enough, and she fucking nailed it. She was like nine years old. I just. I don't know. There's something about it. I, I couldn't really get behind. I, I don't know what it was. Maybe the idea of smelling your pits. I don't know. Maybe, but something also as a young boy watching Saturday Night Live at eleven thirty on Saturdays, I got always would get excited when she would fall into something wearing the little Catholic skirt, and yeah. then you see her underwear. So, oh my God, Hello. panties! And then my peepee would go boing, and I wouldn't know what to do with it. Start rubbing it ferociously against the heater. Yeah. No, I think by then I knew what to do with it because I was like ten or eleven when I was watching that iteration of SNL. All right. Uh, um, so you have any more categories? Uh, no. Besides, yeah, that's it. I hit them all. If all right. I left out any movies, please let me know. Uh, there's a couple. Uh, you didn't mention Get Hard. Oh uh, yeah, that uh, that goes in uh, the honorable mention one. I forgot to add that one. I was actually watching that not too long ago too. It's pretty good. Yeah. I think we have to take a second to talk about the other guys. Okay. Because the other that guys was in my honorable mention is is criminally underrated. It is fun oh, to peacocks, watch. You gotta let me fly. <laughs> you ca- it is, I, peacocks can't fly, you idiot. In my mind, Mark Wahlberg has a hard time keeping it together throughout I that know. entire movie. But Mark Wahlberg is also really funny and doesn't get enough credit for it. Yeah. And also, that sparked the on-screen bromance between Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg yep. because. If it wasn't for the other guys, I don't think we'd have a Daddy's Home 1 or a Daddy's <laughs> Home 2. So thank you to the other guys for when giving he, us the wahlberg Feral connection. When he does his first desk pop. <laughs> I did my first desk pop. What are you doing? Ready? <laughs> he takes his gun from him. And, oh, Michael <laughs> Keaton's in that movie. Michael Keaton is the, the, the chief. Mm-hmm. And he does an excellent job. You are correct. He has two jobs. He's chief of police and something else. Wow. And then he, uh, every song, well, every scene he's in, he's talking about like a TLC uh, song, like go over the lyrics. <laughs> yes. It's so good. I love Michael Keaton. He's he's a. Do you know what this is? Because. No, I don't. What is that? I was trying... Is that an ad? Wow. I was, I was trying to be respectful and let you play that, but it's an ad. Amazon for night. I'm just going to mute that until the ad finishes. We good? You know what I just did? That was perfect. I just walked out that door, saw a couple detectives, and I was about to start bad-mouthing you behind your back. But I stopped myself because my pops taught me that a man who talks behind somebody's back is a coward. Wow, I actually appreciate that. Good, because I'm going to tell you directly to your face. (laughs) You don't have to. No, I don't like you. I think you're a fake cop. The sound of your piss hitting the urinal? It sounds feminine. (laughs) I would attack you. Even if you weren't in my food chain, I would go out of my way to attack you. If I were a lion and you were a tuna, I would swim out in the middle of the ocean and freaking eat you. <laughs> and then I'd bang your tuna girlfriend. <laughs> First off, a lion swimming in the ocean? Lions don't like water. If you would placed it near a river or some sort of fresh water source, that makes sense. But you find yourself in the ocean, 20-foot waves, I'm assuming it's off the coast of South Africa, coming up against a full, grown, 800-pound tuna with his 20 or 30 friends, you lose that battle. You lose that battle nine times out of ten. And guess what? You've wandered into our school of tuna, and we now have a taste of lion. We've talked to ourselves. We've communicated and said, you know what? Lion tastes good. Let's go get some more lion. We've developed a system to establish a beachhead and aggressively hunt you and your family. And we will corner your your pride, your children, your How offspring. How are you going to do that? We will construct 
a series of breathing apparatus with kelp. We'll be able to trap certain the amounts of oxygen. Specificity. It's not going to be days at a time, but hour, hour 45, no problem. That will give us enough time to figure out where you live, go back to the sea, get more oxygen, and then stalk you. You just lost your own game. You're outgunned and outmanned. Did that go the way you thought it was going to go? <laughs> oh, God. It's just so good. That uh, movie has some great... Li- that when and, he and meets his wife? I don't... Listen, what the fuck is this? I don't know if this is true or not. And if we had Willie here, he could probably fact check. But I would... I would say it's a pretty safe bet to assume that that whole thing that we just heard was completely ad-libbed. Right. It's no... Like, that was sure. not script. That was all Will Ferrell. For sure. Um, the scene, like the ending credits of Talladega Nights, was is so fucking funny just because all of it's like ad lib. Oh, when he's doing all the ads, yeah, yeah. The commercials are so so good. But that's where he shines. Like yeah. you can't you can't write the shit that comes out of his mouth. I think right? I think you the, just can't write it. The scene that we played at the beginning, the down in my plug. <laughs> I think that was ad lib too. Oh, blue, right? Oh, it definitely was. Yeah. It, it, he just he has these he and, and I love when they do the outtakes so you can see how people are reacting mm-hmm. to the shit that's coming out of his mouth because it's like it's so absurd and it's you the the scene where he where he's doing the the cold opening in Anchorman mm-hmm. it's like the human torch was denied a bank loan the <laughs> like, arsonist had oddly shaped feet like it's so good the the for a while I don't know if you guys remember this but in high school when Anchorman came out everyone was running around telling saying what things smelt like yeah. For like a good look. It smelled like burnt hair and ask like just all over and over again. Everybody was just, it, yeah, was just the, doing the that. The glass case of emotion thing. Ugh. Oh, so good. Yeah, Anchorman yeah. is one of the, the most quotable movies of all time. I think so. That's why and for a lot me of it's his number mo- one. A lot of his movies are quotable, and that's why that's why he's so good. A lot that's of my life is just surrounded connecting whatever's happened back to something in Anchorman. Yeah. You know, just screaming that. You know, Jack Black is in that movie. Remember that scene? Like that's that's an amazing. Well, now this is happening. <laughs> Milk was a bad choice. Hey, man, did you just throw a burrito at me? <laughs> <laughs> this burrito is delicious, but quite filling. If you want to throw down with fistica, I don't know the names he uses. Jack Johnson yeah. and something else. Anchorman Two, not great, awful. Oh, hated it. Remake of the first one, like yeah, almost, almost scene wanna, by scene. I didn't want to put it on, on the terrible in the terrible category, but it's it's bad. Yeah, it was I, I, I need to make a bad because you know what it is with Will Ferrell. There, he doesn't. He either makes good, great movies, good movies, or terrible movies. There's no like bad movies. I think there Anchorman. I think Anchorman is the only one that's bad. It wasn't unwatchable. His serious stuff was bad. Well, at least for me, the the stuff that I've that I've seen because I've never seen any of his serious stuff. We actually we didn't mention uh, Night at the Roxbury's. We sure did. It's in my elite list. Oh, was it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh shit! It'd be great if uh, you guys listened to me. I should pay attention when you're talking. <laughs> it's that's for me. That's just a good movie. And it's I was not, like, Emilio, so good. His character, his uh, the police officer in Jane Silent Bob, Strike Back. I forgot that he was in Jane's Bob's right back. That is a great scene. That's more of a cameo, though. No, he's he's present throughout the whole trying to find them thing. Really? Like he's on the case to track them down. Oh, like he, yeah, it's not a he's cameo. He's chasing he's the like clit. A recurring character. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's trying to solve that, that case. Wow. That was like that's a good Will Ferrell uh, uh, character. But yeah, I think you know 
I, I agree with that, but I mean, at that point, to say that is kind of ridiculous. It's like, he only makes amazing movies, okay movies, and just awful movies. It's like, what? So those are three options. Yeah. That's, that's what all movies are. <laughs> no, because there's not, not a lot of bad movies. I mean, aside from the serious ones, which I've never seen. Like, Blades of Glory is fucking terrible. Blades of Glory it's is not, so it's not, good. It's terrible. It's not terrible. You're, it's uh, good. Terrible. I mean, I hate that guy's face. What's his name? John Hedder. I hate his face. Yeah. Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, I hate his face. Nick Foles. But um, he he you know he whatever he he held it together in that movie. Did a pretty good job uh, in that movie. And I I overlooked the fact that I don't like him at all as an actor or anything for that matter. But you know, it, it's not a bad movie by any stretch. I actually would put it in honorable mentions. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's not like a terrible movie, but I just I have a bad taste left in my mouth since um, we did the. Sports bracket episode, and uh, you actually had the balls to <laughs> include Blades of Glory and not Miracle, one of the greatest American sports stories ever told. I, I've offended you so much. You've you made me hate. You made me hate the movie, even though it doesn't really warrant hate. Like I think I'm pretty sure when I first saw the movie, I think I, I liked it. Like it wasn't great, but I was like, okay, yeah, he gets shot with a crossbow. This is pretty funny. <laughs> And he's drunk and puking in his costume while he's like, you know, skating in the the ice capades or whatever. That's that's funny. There are plenty. But I mean, the it's fact the that first... I had to argue to get Miracle on that list over Blades of Glory really, I have a vendetta against Blades of Glory now. The first male and male figure skating yeah. couple. <laughs> like, it's so good. Amy Poehler is in that movie too. Yeah. Yes, she and is. Will Arnett. They were married at the time. That was a sad ending. They they were such a good couple. Power yeah. couple, if you will. Uh, you know so saying? let's talk about your favorite character because we've talked about the movies, um, but in each of those movies he plays different people. Yeah, and, I think this should be wild, stretched, and they're wildly different. Yeah. I would stretch this out even to the SNL stuff. I would stretch this out to, sure. to everything, not even just to the movie. Favorite <laughs> Will Ca- Will Ferrell like thing? I don't know. I, I mean, like he's played some great, not even recurring characters on SNL, just like you know, standalone like one time characters like that fucking. That that like that minor that was in that that clip. oh peaches you know what I'm talking about <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh Jackie Moon is my favorite Will Ferrell character that he's ever portrayed. Jackie Moon's good. Uh, um, I have Buddy the Elf. He's so good. Uh, Ron Burgundy, Jackie Moon, and uh, Ricky Bobby, and Frank the Tank. Frank is just. I actually, I, I I look at Frank, and I I see what I envisioned my life to be. <laughs> like I thought I was going to wind up getting married and then divorced within two months and living in a frat house. And he's holding on strong. Yeah. I don't know. I have a really big day tomorrow. Yeah. I'm supposed to go to Home Depot. I just don't know if we'll have enough time. Bath and Beyond. I don't know. I don't know if we'll have enough time. I I, I luckily have, I have not turned out like Frank the Tank getting shot in the neck with a tranquilizer dart and then falling into a pool making out with the you crazy well, that crazy. when he gets shot in the fucking neck with that tranquilizer was it and he just he's standing there the whoa, voice the whoa, voice he does. I like you man but you're <laughs> you crazy you crazy man I, I I like you but you crazy <laughs> so fucking good whoa. You just got shot in the jugular, man. <laughs> Is this bad? <laughs> and he's trying to sing happy birthday while he's making, while he's bumping into kids and knocking the presents. 
Happy <laughs> birthday. Oh, my God. He, Absolutely classic. I mean, we touched on it already, but I think for me, nothing beats. What kind of gun is this? <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Fire it up. Benny, these little fuckers decide to freak out on the kids. I get to take them down. <laughs> get that right, mother. Oh, what? <laughs> what? Hey, hey. Be careful with that. That's the most powerful trank gun on the market. Huh. Got her in Mexico. Cool. Yeah, it is cool. They say it can puncture the skin of a rhino from a hundred... <laughs> <laughs> oh! Oh! <laughs> yes! Yes! That's awesome! <laughs> what? You just took one in the jugular, man! <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yes! <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god, I did. Is this bad? Is this bad? You should pull that out. That shit is not cool. <laughs> pull one out. Wait. Wait. Pull one out. <laughs> the dart, man. You got a fucking dart in your neck. You're crazy. You're crazy. Man. You're crazy. I like you, but you're crazy. <laughs> oh my oh, god! So good. Uh, I wasn't even watching that. I was just hearing it, and, it's just and I could vividly see what's going on. I, I, Classic. I, I have to say that I I enjoy nothing more than. First of all, rewatching Anchorman whenever I get the chance. And then whenever Ron Burgundy happens to make an appearance anywhere, <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing to hear him get into that that headspace and just start talking. I I love that character. It's it's perfect. I mean, a broadcaster who's confident about literally everything is an amazing character and he's really good at it. Every time he goes you. back into it. The only problem with it is it's unfortunate. I heard that he did that podcast, the the Ron Burgundy podcast. Oh, he did. So here's the problem: I was I, I watched it from the beginning, and I should have known better than to listen to the first episode of Ron Burgundy's podcast because the problem is he is ad libbing everything. He is just going off the cuff, and he's supposed to make awkward silences and weird moments. And I don't know that it translates in podcast. In podcast, but I will say this: he's on his third season. And I haven't listened since I stopped listening in the second, I think it was the third episode of the first season, he's in an elevator. And he's just recording, like, I guess he's interviewing people as they come on the elevator. And it's just, I, I couldn't, it's almost unlistenable. Wow. And I love that character, so I was just like, let me stop listening to this before I hate Ron Burgundy. Yeah. So I would be interested to just kind of go back in and see if he's figured it out. Because apparently there's, they, they're giving him season after season, he must have figured something out. Sorry, I was just looking up the clips for for uh, the end scene of uh, of uh, Anchorman. I wanted to see how long we can go just with silence. silence. No By the hammer of Thor, Saint Damien's beard, sweet grandmother's spatula, hot pot of coffee, Uncle Jonathan's corncob pipe. <laughs> I'm going to shoot you with a BB gun when you're not looking. 
it in the back of the head. <laughs> the, the part where the actors just break down because oh, they yeah. can't take it is just so good. And then he's like still completely serious. Uh-huh. <laughs> it makes it, it makes it so much better. It's his oh. job to just keep going. The consummate just professional. Keep going. Love it. I'm gonna be honest. That smells like pure gasoline. <laughs> Rick right. killed a guy. <laughs> uh, is there anything else, Will Ferrell, you guys like to talk about? Uh, no, but I think I would like you to take us out with the end credits of Talladega Nights so we can hear some of those commercials uh, that he fucked up. Wasn't one of them like, if you don't like this product, you're a fucking idiot. Oh, great. <laughs> I guess we'll go back to doing what I do best. I guess we'll go back to doing what I do best. Show off. When there we get started. When do we get started? That's my line. When do we get started? That's my line. Oh. <laughs> nope. I'm going to mute this so we can sound semi-professional. <laughs> Ryan can send us off. <laughs> In then, true fashion. Uh, he'll play us out with some uh, Ricky Bobby commercial outtakes. It looks like someone stole two fine hams and shoved them down the back of your dress. I love the ladies' man. Oh, excuse me. Oh, I'm doing it again. Get right into the mic. Sorry. You just I'm, won't pull it away. I have really bad effort. <laughs> I'm just such a professional that I, I forget that the microphone's in front of me. It just comes so naturally. All Under right. hobbies, you put Right, you want to send us it? off? We're going to wrap this mug up. All right, hit it. We just want to take a moment to talk to you about snow blindness and cats. It's affecting more and more cats every year. And it scares the living shit out of us. Ninety-eight percent of us will die at some point in our lives. The darkness is creeping towards you, whether you know it or not. So a little planning can go a long way. Listen, leaving your big old corpse behind for your loved ones to deal with ain't cool. That's why you should call McCready Funeral Service. McCready's. They'll find the hole and build the box. Bodies that look so good, you're gonna want to talk to it. <laughs> We like to have a lot of laughs on the racetrack, but today we want to talk about something serious. Packs of stray dogs that control most of the major cities. That's packs of wild, vicious dogs that are controlling most of Sorry. I like to picture Jesus like a mischievous badger, like a monster, like a shapeshifter or a changeling like that guy. Ever hear that TV show, Manimal? I like to think of Jesus as a figure skater who wears like a white outfit and he does interpretive ice dances of my life's journey like a dirty old bum. And he comes up to me, I'm about to sock him one. Dirty old bum. Says, Wait a minute, I better not sock this guy, something special about him. Yeah. And it turns out it's Jesus. Yeah. Yep. One, yep. two, go. Oh, again, again. It's, it's, no go. It's, no, no, no. <laughs> we got two knives in my leg. I know, but one is a Coming out. I'm choking on my own spit. It hurts so bad. I'm choking on my own spit. Good night, guys. I'm losing a lot of blood. Good night. Ricky. Hmm? Sometimes when it's late at night, oh, rip there. I dress up like Donna Summers. You know, I put on the skirt and the four-inch heels, man. I love it. Last chance. Romance for love. (laughs) All right, guys. We will see you next week. Bye.